Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. I'm Jen Cutter, and welcome to Daily Tech Headlines Week in Review. Bloomberg sources say Apple, Meta, and possibly Snap provided customer data in mid-2021, including addresses, phone numbers, and IP addresses, to individuals posing as law enforcement agencies. Ordinarily, law enforcement must submit a court-ordered warrant or subpoena to obtain this information, but in cases of imminent harm, authorities can submit an emergency data request without prior court approval. Security researcher Brian Krebs reports that it would be extremely difficult for platforms to determine if these requests are legitimate if a threat actor obtains access to a law enforcement email account. Transport for London granted Uber a 30-month license to operate private vehicles within the city. Transport for London previously denied Uber a license in 2019, but a judge upheld an appeal in September 2020 and granted it an 18-month license. The UK's Supreme Court ruled Uber drivers must be treated as workers in February 2021. The Federal Communications Commission added the security company Kaspersky to a list for firms not eligible for FCC funds, saying its products pose an unacceptable risk to national security. The FCC also added China Mobile and China Telecom to this list. Kaspersky products are already banned from U.S. government networks. Apple's penalty fines in the Netherlands following an antitrust order about payment tech for dating apps has hit its maximum, reaching 50 million euros after the Authority for Consumers and Markets issued a 10th consecutive weekly penalty of 5 million euros for ongoing non-compliance. The regulator did say Apple's latest amended proposal should result in definitive conditions for dating app providers. Apple then published a new version of its App Store rules in an attempt to come into compliance with Dutch regulators. Apple will allow third-party payment systems for dating apps, collect a 27% commission, but will not require developers to submit a separate binary for apps using different payment systems. The regulator will present this policy to market participants for consultation. Sony revealed their three-tiered plan to compete with Microsoft's Game Pass, formerly codenamed Spartacus. Previously, PlayStation Plus was $9.99 a month or $59.99 a year and included the ability to play online and a selection of games each month playable as long as subscribed to the service. The new lowest tier, PlayStation Plus Essential, essentially continues those perks at the same price and current subscribers will be moved to this tier at no additional charge. Middle tier PlayStation Plus Extra includes all essential benefits and a downloadable catalog of up to 400 PS4 and PS5 games for $14.99 a month or $99.99 a year. And top tier PlayStation Plus Premium includes all previous tier bonuses, adds up to 340 additional games, including cloud streaming PS3 games, classic games from OG PlayStation, PS2, and PSP in regions where PS Now is available, and PS4 and PS5 catalog games can now be streamed instead of downloaded. Time-limited game trials and streaming to PC are also included for $17.99 a month or $119.99 a year. The rollout begins in June in Asia, followed by Europe and North America. And Windows Central is reporting Microsoft is planning to introduce an Xbox Game Pass family plan later in 2022. The plan may provide access to Xbox Game Pass for up to five players, priced cheaper than purchasing individual accounts. Samsung announced it will provide customers with parts, tools, and guides to repair devices as part of a partnership with iFixit. Over the summer, the company will make parts available for the Galaxy S20 and S21 phones and the Galaxy Tab S7 Plus. Samsung said it will expand the range of products available over time. 
The Wall Street Journal's sources say the Cyberspace Administration of China began drafting new rules for the country's live streaming industry. These would potentially cap daily monetary spending on digital tips and limit how much streamers can receive from fans. According to data from the China Internet Network Information Center, about 70% of Chinese internet users consume live streaming services. Google announced developers can begin testing its latest privacy sandbox technology in the Canary version of Chrome, including Topics, Fledge, and Attribution Reporting APIs. Topics allows for interest-based ad targeting through browser-based activity tracking. Fledge allows for creating custom audiences for advertisers without individual tracking. Microsoft is adding an easy way to change your default browser in Windows 11. At first, Windows 11 shipped without a simple button to switch default browsers, something that was always available in Windows 10. In the latest update, users can now go to the default app section, choose their browser of choice, then choose the default. Microsoft says it plans to announce bigger changes to Windows 11 for hybrid work at an event on April 5th. The UK's Financial Conduct Authority will extend its April 1st deadline for its approval of crypto operations in the country for firms that can prove they need more time. Twelve firms remain on a temporary register of firms that applied for permission to operate while applications were considered. The FCA already approved 33 firms for permanent registration. And the Entertainment Software Association confirmed that it cancelled all plans for E3 in 2022. The ESA said E3 will return in summer 2023 in person and digitally. For more discussion on the tech news of the day, subscribe to the Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com, where you can also find the show notes and links to every headline. Please remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines on your podcast service of choice. From everyone here at Daily Tech Headlines, thanks for listening.